Hello, Internet. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course I have Kyle Deuce. Kyle Deuce, the Deuce is here. And of course, we, we could not start an episode of the Happy Hour podcast with Johnny and Deuce without the salute. The Deuce salute. Here we go, boys and girls. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Cheers, sir. Oh, cheers. Cheers, for sure. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. Double fisting over here. Mm-hmm. Look at this guy. Yeah. It's Friday, motherfucker. <laughs> so this, of course, is the Happy Hour podcast with Johnny and Deuce. And on this, we do a multitude of topics, anywhere from video games to movies to comic books to pop culture to technology, whatever, anything under the sun, as we always say. How are you doing, Deuce? I'm doing pretty good, man. It's Friday. It's good times. Good times right now. Very good times. How's that Coors Light treating you? Man, it's treating me good. The mountains are blue. <laughs> mountains are blue. So I thought I would, I would uh, get your opinion on a couple things. Uh, one of the biggest news that came out of this past weekend that mm-hmm. probably supersedes all these topics here is Twitch. Are you familiar with Twitch? Uh, I am. It's kind of like YouTube, but for like gaming videos, especially live gaming videos. But weren't they just bought out by Google? Or they somebody? were. They okay. were. So and that was the big news. Is you know Google owns YouTube, right? Yeah. So being a YouTube creator myself, uh, there's certain st- restrictions and stipulations you have to meet. Oh yeah. Yeah. So one of the things they crack down on is original music. Yeah. So hence why we use uh, something we haven't even talked about. Yeah. My Your music, all the music coming in and out of the show, guys, is Johnny's. Uh, Johnny's, what's your webpage for your music? You uh, sell it the is johnnywomack.bandcamp.com, and yeah. uh, check me out on there. You can even buy my album if you like it, or listen yeah. to it for free, yeah. whatever. It, it, you just click play if you want to listen to all the songs. But yeah. but I just thought, you know, this way we can get out of any YouTube weird, because sometimes if you throw a snippet of music, they'll they'll mute your video, because yeah. we want to start doing videos in the yeah. future. So, and uh, yeah, so... There's a problem that's been happening. Okay. Twitch. Now that they're owned by Google. Okay. And let me look it up while we're talking here, because I want a specific quote here that made me laugh. Uh, made me laugh out loud, really. Uh, it just It was really funny, because they're having issues now. Twitch. They okay. just had a new... Let's see here. The, here we go. Twitch cracks down on music... In videos, users freak out. This is reported by Kotaku on on Wednesday. Uh, Here's the problem. You have the software. There's a software they're using that that YouTube uses to scan copyrighted music. It's like like a program, an algorithm, or whatever. The software will scan 30-minute sections of a video. If any authorized music is detected within that block, the entire 30 minutes will be muted, even if music was only playing for 10 seconds. So, like, if you had a 10-second clip of... Uh, Nirvana song right. or Foo Fighters or something then it'll shut your whole shit down now the, here's the one thing to note it only affects video on demand stuff so for example if you're doing a live broadcast and you have music playing in the background they won't silence you really yeah which is really interesting very uh, interesting because I figured that would be the thing they would cut down the most would be the live stuff more right. than the tape stuff but but here's the problem is they're getting to the point where they're muting in-game music from the game like that's stupid like yeah. if you're playing freaking Watch Dogs, and I'm not talking about like the soundtrack stuff they have in there, yeah. or the you know Smashing Pumpkins stuff from the radio. I'm talking about if you have this like Watch Dogs music playing in the actual game, they're detecting that and muting it, which is ridiculous. Because if you know anything about Twitch, that is what gamers use to to so stream live their stuff. Cast. Yeah. yeah. So basically, if you're playing a game and it detects the music from the own game, it mutes it. That makes no fucking sense. It's stupid, uh, and people are really really pissed off about it. Um, oh, I don't blame of- them. And the irony here is because there is a 
content ID system, essentially what they're calling it. And and the funny thing is, is they're it's it's a it's like a a double whammy for them because their own videos are now. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh when I say this. They're <laughs> um. The monitoring has already kicked in and hilariously has already silenced and archived copies of Twitch's own programs. They're silencing their own videos because that's how strict it is. Now Twitch CEO came out the other day saying, oh, wow, uh, I didn't realize it was that bad. I'm like, you didn't think so? And uh, he, he said that they're going to try to change it a little bit, but they are, they really are still going to crack down, crack down on, on, you know, if it's obviously Nirvana playing yeah yeah or they're gonna say something to something, you but yeah. still they said it was uh, you know it's a mistake etc we have no intention whatsoever bringing audio recognition to live streams on twitch blah 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 this is from quotes or whatever but what, what's your thoughts on that deuce well I, i'll be the first one to admit i'm kind of dumb when it comes to this stuff like i've been podcasting for a while besides with you i, I had a podcast before this so the podcasting stuff like i knew like we had to talk about on our first podcast before mine and yours it's like listen we can't have any music unless it's music we made or music we bought that we're able to use because we get the copyright f- for it from buying the music to use in our podcast. So I was like, okay. But to see something, especially with like live video like Twitch, where it says something as stupid as like, okay, I'm playing Watch Dogs, but because Watch Dogs has music in the game, it's going to shut it down? That doesn't make any sense. Now... It, uh, like kind of like when they do the Call of Duty clips on YouTube. I don't know if you've ever seen them. Or yeah. like, people will be playing Call of Duty and they'll talk over what's at, right. like they're playing the game, but they're talking over it. But they'll have music in the background, like something like that. I understand. Like yeah, if you're playing Snoop Dogs, you know, smoke weed every day over <laughs> you know your Call of Duty match, then yeah, that's copyrighted music. You can't do that. But if it's like I'm playing the game, it's music that the game licensed. And, you know, Watch Dogs paid for a Smashing Pumpkin song. Right. Smashing Pumpkin song's playing. Watch Dogs paid, paid for it. I'm playing the Watch Dogs game and talking about that. Then why would you mute my... Exactly. Like, it, it's very counterintuitive. Like, I it agree. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. And you know what this is going to do? They're going to keep doing this shit, and then they're going to come up with something else. Because, you know, somebody came up with Twitch. Google didn't come up with Twitch. Nope. So somebody's going to come up with Stitch. And Stitch is going to do this shit, and then they're going to be like, well, everybody's using Stitch now. Now Google's going to have to go buy Stitch or, you know, whatever. Stitch is the copyrighted of the Walt Disney World Company and trademarks. Oh, is it? Well, then they'll have to call it something else. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll call it Twitchy or they'll Twitchy. call it... Twitchy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Twitcher. Huh? Twitcher, yeah, or something. <laughs> I mean, they'll, they'll come up with some crazy-ass name for it, but, I mean, I it'll be a knockoff. Balls, Kyle. It's, yeah. it's all good. It'll be a knockoff program because that's that's how all this shit happens. That's probably how Twitch was born, to be honest with you. Probably because YouTube was throwing up too many red flags about shit, and somebody said, you know what? I'm tired of dealing with the red flags. I'm going to do my own thing and made Twitch. We're a little high on a game called Destiny that's coming out September 9th. Word. And we mentioned in our, one of our last episodes about the Ghost Edition being sold out. I think right. this was our last one that we right. talked about. And you can now buy it on eBay, the Ghost Edition. Oh, yeah. I saw this. Some guy has sold his copy for $1,000. Oh, yeah. It is ridiculous how much profit they're putting into it. But that's the problem when you underestimate how much people are going to buy. Oh, yeah. Supply and demand, baby. Supply and demand. So... What do you think about that? It's capitalism. Straight up capitalism. It's straight up capitalism, and I don't blame them. Like, I'm not going to lie. Right now, I've got a... I don't have the ghost. I've got the legendary on uh, pre-order paid. 
if I had a ghost right now paid, I would go reserve a legendary and then sell my ghost in a hot minute. Because you know what happened when I got my PS4? Because I won my PS4 from Taco Bell. Oh, yeah, that's right. We talked All about my that. friends were like, dude, put that bitch on eBay. Right. And I'm like, no, dude. And they're like, no, man, you could, you know. You didn't pay anything for it. That cost you five dollars because you bought a five dollar box right. and you want it. You could sell that bitch for six eight hundred dollars, right. like double your profits. And I'm like, no, dude, I want to keep it. Like, and they're like, no, you idiot. You can buy one when they become available again, right. you know, and make four hundred dollars. But I was pretty adamant to be honest with you about no. I just wanted to keep it because I don't know. I just didn't want to go through all the hassle of selling it and then. Shipping it out and making yeah. sure that somebody's money clear right, and right. all that bullshit. So I didn't want to do it, but the, dude, there was a heavy contingent of my friends that were like, "You are a fucking idiot for not flipping this and doubling <laughs> your money." Well, actually, more than doubling my money because I only had five dollars in it. Right. But you know, instead of you know selling it four hundred, selling it for like eight nine. Right. You know, but I wouldn't heartbeat if I had a ghost. I'd be like, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna." Yep. Six months, I'm gonna be tired of that little fucking thing anyway. So <laughs> might as well make you know five exactly. six hundred dollars off exactly. it. So, this thought was interesting. People try to capitalize on anything. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's money, man. And I don't know about you, but it seems like a lot of people are doing kind of rough right now. And they are. It's tight. So, yep. it's like, fuck it. If I can make five, six hundred bucks, especially that close to Christmas, you know, maybe I can pay off some of my kids' Christmas presents, you know? Yeah. So. Speaking of the PS4, we yeah. both have a PS4 now, and we both are loving it. Yeah. One thing I'm not a fan of. Is the battery life on the PS4 controller? How long is it? I, I've never noticed because I, don't know I sit how, so close to the TV. I don't know how long it is. I just all I know is it just doesn't seem to last as long as the DualShock Three controller. Really? Yeah. So like for me, it's like I noticed a big difference when I was sitting down and playing for a couple hours. All of a sudden, the bars just kept dropping quicker yeah. than with the PS3's DualShock Three controller, and I was like, maybe it has to do with the light in the front and doing yeah, all this yeah, stuff yeah. and everything like that. But there's a company called Nyko. They're a Japanese company that makes yeah, like yeah. charging. They make devices. all the knockoff shit. Right, right, but they, it's decent quality stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're coming out with a. I'm very excited. They're coming out with a power pack that will just go to the ba- hook on the back of your controller. That it, it's practically weightless, like you don't feel it. So that's is a good thing because I was worried, oh, yeah, it's going to yeah. be heavier. It's oh, not going to yeah. feel the same. And it's the power pack. It'll clip on into the micro USB port of the DualShock Four, and the weight difference is imperceptible. Also, the ergonomics are kept intact because, um, you know, you don't want to have something in the back, you know, when you hit your fingers, you know, it's going to impede you. But essentially, according to Nyko, this is going to double the battery life of your PS4 DualShock controller. Huh. DualShock 4 controller. So would you would you go out and buy one? I'm trying to see how much it costs. I, to be honest, I wouldn't, and I'm going to tell you why, uh, and it's probably why my eyesight's going so bad. I've got a big, you know, 70-inch TV, but I sit about 15 feet away from it when I'm playing because right. I'm getting older my eyes aren't as good so i sit really close to it and as close as i sit to it it's actually the the charge cable can be in the ps4 and in my controller while i'm playing and i have zero problems so i usually just leave it plugged in and then what i do is for some reason if i do unplug it like i want to go sit someplace else or if i'm wanting net watch netflix and i want to use it as like a remote control i take my second controller plug it into the USB and just have it sitting next to the TV so it's charging so then I can flip them both out. So normally I never have a problem. Now also the other uh, thing is I don't play a lot of things two-player with people at my house. Usually it's just me because I'm at home alone a lot. 
So, you know, I don't need a second tr- controller. So I right. just switch the two of them out and pff, I'm back. Yeah, playing, it's, I'm but, the same way. Like, yeah. I, I'll have one charging while playing with the other one and yeah. swap it out when it gets low and then you charge in the other one. It's just a charge, yeah. you know. But if you do start getting to a point where you're playing a lot of the local co-op stuff, yeah, like Towerfall yeah. and whatnot, like you're going to be playing two controllers and you're going to be screwed once the battery dies. You're done. You have to, yeah. to charge unless you have a long enough USB cable. Yeah. Uh, I might get one for our p- podcast and yeah. maybe do a review on, review on, oh, on an sure. episode. Yeah. So I'll let you know how it goes. We can, I'll even let you borrow it so you yeah. can test it out. How much was the price if you don't I mind think me asking? I was looking. I didn't see like the price. Bucks? I think it was like 25 bucks from what I saw. That sounds about right. 20, That's not 25. Bad. That's not But I think terrible. what we'll do is we'll get one for the show i'll i'll use it for a couple weeks i'll let you use it for a couple weeks and then see we'll, we see, maybe do a little review on it That's later not a bad idea so and we'll just see how it goes maybe you know see well maybe we can recommend it and whatnot yeah, true. so now microsoft they they're doing everything they can to make that xbox one sell yeah they are everything they've already dropped the connect right yeah. and now with Madden coming out, they're wanting to do a Madden bundle. <laughs> yeah, have you seen this? Yeah. This is the craziest looking thing I've ever seen. It's the only thing I've got to say, I think they screwed the pooch on with this because for you guys out there, the Madden bundle is you get the basically the Xbox One and it's $400, but you get a free digital copy of the new Madden game. Mm-hmm. I would have made it a Madden console. Like actually have it say Madden on right. it, and EA, have like Madden. EA Madden, and have like the NFL Shield That'd be on awesome. it. Or even better than that, like we used to have tournaments for Madden, and we had tournaments for NCAA back at the old job I used to work at. Well, they would send us these specialized faceplates every year uh, that you could pop on and off your 360. Right. And my favorite one is the one that's still on there, which oh, from I saw like it has all the ago. helmets. It's got the helmets for all the different colleges. I like it a Do lot. the same thing. Have it where you've got every team's logo on it or like the helmet from every right. team on it. So then it, even if you're, you know, a Green Bay fan or if you're a Bucks it represents fan or whatever, everybody. everybody's represented and then just throw dead center of it, you know, EA Madden, the big right. NFL shield, and then just have all the team logos. They should on. listen to you, Kyle. That's a good good dude, idea, dude. That's shit. I might even buy one right. if if they did that because awesome. I mean, look fucking sweet in my living room. Yeah, it's awesome. Especially, I mean, you, you could even go as far as have two editions: have one Madden that's just all black digital copy, and then have another Madden edition which is and like that with the digital. They're copy. throwing DLC in, like you get an extra fifteen bucks in for Madden DLC. It's like the ultimate pack. So yeah. no one knows that this table is going to play. But <laughs> well, no, no, actually, that's the same thing. If you get the, they do the this year they're doing a regular Madden and then they're doing Ultimate Madden, and oh, okay. it's a ten dollar difference. Oh, okay. so for ten dollars more, you get like twenty dollars worth of the Ultimate Madden packs. Oh, okay. That's so basically, what it was. you're okay. getting the seventy dollar edition of the game. For free to download and oh. all the stuff. Oh. So yeah, because I, to be honest with you, I really looked into it because I was like, when I saw the box, I kind of thought maybe they were doing a Madden edition of the Xbox One. I was like, oh shit, okay, well you 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 perked my interest a little bit here, but then when I saw it was just going to be black one, I'm like, ah, fuck it, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you had me, you had me you there, had you me. son of a bitch, yeah. just for a minute. So and it's coming out August 26th as well. On October 28th, they're doing a white Sunset Overdrive, the game that's coming out on October 28th, Sunset Overdrive, which is a Microsoft exclusive. Yeah. They're doing a white Xbox One bundle, which well, that's would cool. be interesting because, yeah. you know, right now it's black. So yeah. that would be that'd be interesting. So, yeah, that's just what Microsoft's doing right now. Um, neither one of us is probably going to buy either one of them. No. Once we get an Xbox One, we'll review it. But once one of us has one, yeah. right now, eh, that need not apply. Yeah. So, 
Now, speaking of EA, um, they're doing this program that's going to be launching oh, here. Yeah, yeah. EA Access. So, yeah. what is that, Kyle? Basically, what from everything I've read, EA Access is going to kind of be an online program where you're going to pay either thirty dollars for the year or five dollars for the month. And you're going to get access to what they're calling the EA Vault, which is a vault of games that are their older games um, that you can play any of them that you want. And then they'll have four newer titles that they'll rotate out. And right out the gate, it's going to be FIFA 14, Madden 25, which is last year's Madden, uh, Battlefield 4, and Pikmin 2? No. Peggle 2. Peggle 2. Sorry. Peggle 2 are the four out the gate, and then you're going to be able to go in the vault and get whatever you want. And as long as your subscription is good, your saves, everything's good. And the other cool thing is it's not streaming. It actually downloads the game to your hard drive on the machine, so you're not streaming back and forth and you don't have that lag. Well, it's an interesting topic because... They're also going to allow you to download Dragon Age of Position early and play it. Like a little Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, now, yeah. that I hadn't heard oh, yeah. about, so get me up to speed on that. Yeah, so if you're an EA Access only, obviously, this right now, currently, as we're speaking, okay. it's only meant for the Xbox One, not PC, not everyone, anywhere else. You're going to be able to play, uh, not not really a demo, but it's more of like a tri- time trial, so you can play yeah. it for a while. Like, but you get the early access to check yeah. it out, like an extended demo of Dragon Age Origin or Inquisition, which is really interesting. So, yeah. and it might be one of those things where they're trying to combat against the PlayStation Plus in a way, because Sony came out and was, you know, adamant about adamant. you're not going to be able to use this on the PS4. And some of the people, PlayStation users, are like, what? You know, and then the other were like, well, you know, the main reason they said, Sony said this is not a value that Sony wants to use and whatnot. But I, I do think if EA did put it on Sony, then you could have an issue because EA also would probably put on other games and titles that probably wouldn't want to be on an, uh, on a Sony console. So and I, don't, I don't really know. What, what like, do you EA mean owns that, other, exactly. other companies, right? They own other companies, like they own Rare. Right, yeah. Rare is now only on Microsoft. So if the, if EA right, ever did but something, that's their new stuff. I don't know what happens to the library. Like the old Rare games, I think are probably property of whoever owned them to begin with. I don't know. That's where you get into weird well, that's copyright what I'm saying. law. That's what I'm so, saying. Yeah. Like, but it would be weird for Microsoft to put their Microsoft only stuff on a Xbox or a PS3. Well, I could see them saying like, okay, like we're making a new Banjo Kazooie for Xbox One. We're not going to let you play that on PS4. But if you want to put the original Banjo Kazooie, the original Perfect Dark that was like on N64, or say the original Killer Instinct, I, I don't see that being a problem. But I do see what you're saying. If it's something that's exclusive to their platform, why would you want other people to use it? You know, on the PS4, I am just pissed personally that the fucking the guy that owns Sony basically made the decision for me. He's like, "Nope, can't use this." It's like, well, why don't I get the choice to decide if I want to use this or not? You know, just because you've got your own competing thing with the PlayStation now, that's the big thing. Don't it's like, it would be a competition. Yeah. It's a competition. Yeah. You know, it'd be EA versus Sony. That's yeah. exactly. What, it's not even really an uh, Xbox thing now. It's really no. EA and Sony. Yeah, and Sony is basically cock blocking EA. They're like, nah, nah, you're not getting in our territory. We nope. want to do this. And we talked about in one of our previous episodes about the PlayStation Now and how shitty it looks. Oh yeah, and how the price scheme is just completely fucked it is. up. Yep. And you know, I don't want that. Now this EA thing, I actually might want not for the newer games, but to be able to go in the vault and maybe play some of the older EA games i wouldn't mind paying five bucks a month for that and i think ea is very smart because they got the price point right 
$30 a year or $5 a month, I'll pay that. I'll pay that in a heartbeat because something real simple and light like that, I don't mind because I've been a proponent for a while of not getting any more auto-deduct things put on my bank account. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've got Netflix and you got things like... Track withdrawal. Yeah, yeah or, or your your Amazon Prime and shit like that that kind of comes out every month. And I'm like, I don't want anything else like that added to my auto withdrawals every month. But this EA thing, I was like, well, if we got that and I can see if they've got a list of what's in the vault, that could be pretty cool. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. If any of you are going to be doing the EA access, uh, we'd love mm-hmm. to have you on the show to talk about it because Definitely. we're probably not going to be having. We're it not going to have access to it, and we're not going to have access to it. It'll be too hard for us to go over to your house to check it out, and yeah. we'll have all these questions. So definitely, if you end up getting the EA access, uh, and you you know you definitely can check out all the minutia from it. Yeah. Come and let us know, or send us messages on it, maybe or yeah. an audio clip. We can put it on the show or something like yeah. that. You don't even have to come in studio or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, definitely let us know when you get it, because I'd be curious to see what your thoughts are on yeah, it. Yeah, and so. hit us up on our uh, Facebook page yeah. at Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Or Johnny, your Twitter? Uh, Johnny underscore Womack, that's W-O-M-A-C-K. And mine is at All Things Deuce, that's D-U-C-E, on the Twitter machine. Hit us up, because, yeah, I definitely would like to hear what you have to say about it, because this was one that actually kind of piqued my interest, which you know how much I'm Mr. Get-Off-My-Lawn when it comes to mm-hmm. digital games, but... This sounded pretty cool, and not only that, what I thought was cool was they said, like, okay, the newer games that are on there, like Battlefield 4, say you get it, you get Battlefield 4, it's saving your save game data to your hard drive. Right. If you decide to get rid of the EA access, but you're like, you know what, I really like that Battlefield 4, and you go buy a copy of Battlefield 4, you get to use your same save. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's cool as shit. Yeah. So, you know, I thought I had, a, like, a lot of really cool pluses that actually piqued my interest when it came to digital downloadable games because i'm usually not about that but i was like you know what there's enough cool pluses in this that i might think about it yeah so definitely let us know for sure deuce you and i haven't bought games for the 360 or the ps3 in quite a while fuck no yeah and because we, we like our new current consoles yeah. ubisoft on tuesday announced officially their Xbox 360 and PS3 only Assassin's Creed game called Assassin's Creed Rogue. Yeah. And they didn't... The reason why this is happening, because Unity obviously was announced um, yeah. for for the PS4. At E3, or, yeah. Exactly, and Xbox One. And people were really excited about Unity. Mm-hmm. But we always knew there was that other game they were making yeah. for the last-gen consoles, and we had no idea. So Game Informer leaked it, revealed it on yeah. Tuesday. With their, it was like a cover story and whatnot. Essentially, you know, the gameplay will revisit the naval combats and mechanics featured in Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag, and its story will span 18th century yeah. New York, the Appalachian River Valley, the North Atlantic Ocean, etc. Uh, Rogue's narrative serves to bridge the gap between uh, what, what separates Assassin's Creed Three and Black Flag, which yeah. I think for the story, I'm intrigued. Like I kind of want, and I like the, the naval stuff of Black Flag. I like. Oh, I, I really, love that. That's the only thing that scares me about Unity. It's all landlocked, and we're not going to get to get in a boat. So I'm kind of like, fuck, because I don't know how I'm going to like that. Because I'd say the the thing that sold me the most on Assassin's Creed Four was the setting, like the pirates and be able to get on a boat and be able to go attack other boats and all that shit. I love that, and I'm really afraid I'm going to get Unity, play it for like two or three weeks, and be like, oh, I don't like this. So we'll we'll know more that there's not an official release date yet for Rogue yet, but I just thought, hey, you know, we'll, it's going to be October or November. It's going to have to be. So yeah, 
And you have a huge install base, uh, over 100 million if you combine both the 360 yeah. and PS3, 150 million install base. You're hitting a lot of people that you don't want to miss because not everyone's made the jump, obviously, yeah. to the to the current gen consoles. So, like an apple a day, study says daily gaming for children can be good. Oh, I'm not daily surprised. gaming. I'm so, not surprised at all. Doctors do it now. Before they mm-hmm. go into surgery, they play video games to kind of help with the eye-hand coordination, kind of get their exactly. mind moving. Exactly. So to have children play, I mean, now you got to watch what they're playing. I don't want a five-year-old playing Call of Duty or something. But you know, if you're watching what they're playing and have them play something age appropriate, I don't see why it wouldn't help them. Right. Well, the study, according to the study, it says children and adolescents who spend less than an hour playing video games on school days are better adjusted than those who don't play video games at all. So according to the study, they, they actually did a pretty big extensive study. They surveyed 5,000 young people and did this, right. 10 to 15 years old, 75% of whom said they would play video games. They play video games every single day. So they, they said exactly what you said about enhanced eye-hand coordination. Correct. They said that video game playing video games, even well into your 50s, will help improve your eyesight, especially if you play a lot of the uh, first-person shooter games. Yeah. Because you're focusing on one little spot. You're focusing in with yeah. your eyes and just making your eyes adjust more yeah. than if you did not play. So I just thought that was a fascinating study because, you know, I have kids. My son is four, and he doesn't play video games yet, and I think he's too young right now. He plays, like, some tablet stuff, but he won't be playing console gaming probably until he's about seven or six or seven. I'm going to wait for him to be a little bit older. But I just thought it was really interesting because, like like you said, when you play video games, your mind is developing because it's helping you think on the fly. You know, it's helping you – it's like a brain training in a way, your brain, how to, like, focus in and and take different, you know, random events and how to improvise and whatnot. And doctors do that as well. Like, and you know, you even look at you know the military. They they do they do military training video oh, games as well. They do a lot of that. And it's actually funny that you bring that up because uh, my grandmother's in a nursing home, and the biggest thing there is the Wii. And like they'll all play. True. Now they just play the Wii Sports. I mean, because this is the original Wii, not a Wii U. They play like the Wii Bowling and the Wii Tennis and stuff. Right. But it's a way to kind of keep their mind going. But it's also a way for them to exercise without not like going crazy with exercise because you know they get a little bit of motion with the Wii tennis and a little bit of motion with the Wii bowling and I'll tell you what the the few I have seen that actually use the the Wii at the nursing home seem to be a lot more with it than the people that don't true like the people that have turned into basically zombies just sitting in front of the TV watching you know Andy Griffith for the eighth millionth time and the people that are actually up moving around using the Wii there's like a night and day difference when I talk to them so I'm sure there's a lot to do with keeping that cognitive mind function going, you know. Well, it's funny because when you're, they say the reason why um, people die young yeah. or die early is because they're they're they when they retire that stop they stop doing anything yeah. they stop working they stop having hobbies they they just get lazy and yeah. lounge and then you get die. sedentary and yeah. then you die. But if you have something to look forward to every day or something that you're achieving, and so, like they say people with pets live longer, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because you have something to look forward to when you come home. That's why a lot of older people like to have pets. You know, after, oh, even yeah. after the, unfortunately, even after the rest of their families passed away and their children are not there anymore or they moved away, having a pet or something that helps helps them. But with the, which I love about the Wii was the, the original Wii was a phenomenon because it, it launched a whole new market. People that hadn't played games in years are coming and playing bowling with yeah, their kids, yeah. like you said. Yeah. It's really fascinating. So I do believe the study is correct because I know me personally. You and I have both been playing games forever. Oh, yeah. And it's it's just it's a part of who we are. Yeah. You know? And uh, so, yeah, I just thought it was a very fascinating study on, you know, children. Yeah. And obviously, you got to, as a parent, 
you got to be very watchful what you're having kids play. Oh, yeah. Like, you want to be careful and make sure they're playing something that's age-appropriate. You know, like, I wouldn't want your son playing Call of Duty or Watch Dogs or something. But, you I mean, if he was playing Disney Infinity or, you know, something yeah. that's, you know, yeah. uh, appropriate, exactly. then, you know, that's that's I think that's important. And the other thing is gaming is such a social thing, especially with kids. Like, uh, I'll tell you, it's funny. Whenever I meet somebody's kid and they're younger, I always talk about video games first. I don't talk about sports or anything else. I always go straight for video games because I know that means me and them are going to have a link. Like, one of the ladies at my work, her son's a huge video game fan, so I'll talk to him about, like, Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed or whatever because then me and him have got, like, a middle ground and something we can talk about. So And it makes it easier. So Because, I mean, I'm sure he's not into watching, like, True Blood or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. there's certain no, that makes things, sense, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to talk to her right. eight or nine year old about like, right. hey man, did you see the Bucks game this week? Like, because he's not a sports guy, or, no. but I know he likes video games. Right. So I'm like, because he loves Minecraft, he tells right. me about shit about Minecraft, and he yeah. loves Call of Duty. So I'm yeah. like, oh man, did you get those new maps? He's like, yeah, man, I got those new maps. And if you tried this layout with this gun, and man, I'm whooping ass with it. And I'm like, Hang on a minute. Let me take yeah. some notes. Like, <laughs> let me write this down. I need to add this perk with this gun, and I need to put yeah. this on it. Okay. Yeah. So that's funny. You know. So it gives yeah. me something to talk about with him. Yeah. So that, it's it's fascinating. Um, you know, it's it's funny because games. They actually games, even though it seems like it, it's, it doesn't seem like it. Games are actually cheaper now than when we were kids growing up. Because if yeah. you think about it, the, the inflation itself, like. You could buy a game back in the in nineteen ninety one for thirty bucks, but I mean, what did that equate to now? So it's like games, they're cheaper now than they were. But to some people, sixty dollars is still a pretty steep price for games. Yeah, um, I remember back when I was a kid, and I'm talking like late eighties, early nineties. Nintendo games were fifty bucks. Right, they were. Like they were fifty dollars, and that fifty dollars was a f- metric fuck ton of money back then. Well, cause, cause, for being a kid because you didn't have any income stream. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and even now, like I, I'm not gonna lie, because I, I don't know if we're gonna segue into it or not, but the games have been moved around. Like that's helped me out a lot. Some of these new fall games that actually got moved around the past couple weeks because have, it's gonna yeah. free up some of my income stream. So I'm like, okay, well now I don't have to worry about am I gonna get this game or this game. Right. I'm getting this game because game B got moved back to no, February. Evolve got moved recently. We- Evolve got moved. Yeah, it's getting moved to they said February. Right. Which, which is I think it's good. I mean, because I have, think it's great because I mean, it, it it was so packed those two months. Oh yeah. Also, I've got some friends that were in the alpha and played it, and they said it was not good. It didn't. They they said good. it was fun, but they were like it wasn't polished. It looked really rough. Some of the play issues need to be balanced out right. because they were like there were some monsters that were like just beast like. Right. It didn't matter what you did; you couldn't beat them. And then there were some that they were like were kind of nerfed. So they said they yeah. needed to balance some things out so i'm hoping they do that and think i mean if you know you've got another three months now there's a lot you can do in three months oh yeah so definitely so it'll be interesting to see what they do with evolve because that was a game that's been on my radar since they announced it a couple years oh, ago. oh for sure and, and the, even uh game informer had like a uh, cover story on it recently and it's, it oh, looks yeah. it looks awesome and i've seen some of the footage but there is some of those technical slowdown issues and like you said stuff isn't as polished and yeah and some frame rate issues and whatnot so hopefully they'll have time to you know work on that deuce okay. what's up there's a little store called gamestop Say it ain't so. Oh, yeah. Say it ain't so. They are trying to make incentives for you to trade in stuff. 
um, make more money by trading and stuff. Okay. And their trading program uh, essentially being changed uh, and updated uh, with a new system that will end up giving you more money. According to Kotaku, they've been doing a report on this. It's it, the, the new campaign is supposed to start on August 18th. And essentially what their, their idea is they want to dummy it down. They want to make it easier because yeah. you, you know how the industry works yeah. uh, and how it can be a little confusing about certain things and whatnot. Um, their current model offers up to 10 different prices. Uh, current model, which is confusing, offers yeah. up to 10 different prices for a game. Oh, yeah. Instead, it would be reduced to four different prices while increasing buyback payments by 20%, which is a pretty strong. Well, it is if strong. you don't know how to work the system. True. Because if you can work the system like I can, you'll get 60% more for a game. And I'm right. afraid that that's what this new program is going to nuke. Right. So essentially, uh, this is what they said. They said, quote, we will not have complex multi-tiered trade programs for the associates to remember and less math for the customer to understand what they are getting for their games. So it's just supposed to be make it easier for the employees, make it easier for the consumers, make it easier for everybody all around. What do you think about that? I say yes and no because I see what they're doing. Basically, they're saying, like, okay, prime example. I go into GameStop. I've got three trades. I trade them in, and they say, okay, your three trades are worth $20. Cool. That's if I'm trading in normally, and then you would get the 10% more with your edge card. So now you're at $22. Cool. Well, they would say, like, okay, if you were putting that money to a pre-order, say, the new Call of Duty, well, you get 40% more. So now you're at another $8, so that 22 now just became 30 Right. Well, with this program, I think what they're going to do, instead of doing all those little crazy pre-order this, pre-order that, they're going to say, okay... Instead of getting 22 and not getting 30, you're going to get 24, which most customers are going to be like, okay, that's cool because it's easier. It's easier right. you. But me, Mr. I knew how to work the 30, I'm going to be like, fuck that. Because I could have gotten $30 for the trade, put it on Call of Duty, right. and then in two days go back, cancel the pre-order, either put the $30 on a gift card or move it to something I actually wanted to buy anyway. And you know what I mean? Like wow. You just had to know yeah. how to work the system. And if Deuce knows how to work the system, uh, yeah, anybody knew how to work the system. Well, unless you just really didn't know what you were doing when you were going in. Say, like if you were a parent that wasn't a gamer or just somebody that wasn't familiar with the industry, you could figure out how to do it because it wasn't hard math. And I'm very math challenged, and I could figure it out. Like, oh, this math is better. So I knew how to work the system. So for the people like me that have been working the system forever probably going to be kind of pissed but you know for people that just go in trade games and want to get the best value this might be better for them but to those people i also say you know you remember you always have options when it comes to trading because you know best buy is tra- taking trades now word on the street is walmart's going to start taking trades oh, yeah, soon definitely. so i think i think gamestop basically what they're having to do is like get it together you know what i mean like they're like oh, yeah. well we better come up with a battle plan because we're not the only person in the trade game anymore so do you shop on amazon.com i do not why not couple reasons one I, I, like i said get off my lawn i like going into a store and putting my hands on it and seeing it and knowing that i can go back there and return it if i have to which i'm sure i could do the same thing on amazon but you can I'm just an old fuck, and I just don't want to do all that. So you don't ever order anything online, ever? The only thing I ever order online is, like, shirts from, like, WWE.com. That's about the extent. 
Right. And that's just because it's it's literally cheaper to order them off of there than it is to buy them when you actually go to the show. Right. So I do that. And not to say I've never ordered from Amazon because I have once or twice, like when it was like a really hard to find DVD or, oh, prime example, um, when I used to work in the industry, um, Xbox 360 dropped the HD DVD player, but we still sold them. So I got an HD DVD player from Xbox 360 for like $40. Right. Which I was like, awesome, because at the time I was in college, and when I was in college and I would study, I would throw on my old wrestling DVDs, kind of like background noise, yeah, so yeah. I could study, but I didn't want to burn out my, you know, my Xbox 360, and because the HD DVD player kind of plugs into it, and it's its yeah. own little drive, I would watch movies on there. Well, when that happened, like... Their whole stock of like HD DVDs, they knocked down like way down. Like I was paying yeah. maybe one fifth of what it was originally. So I got oh, wow. a bunch of like HD DVD movies for like a dollar, two dollars a piece. Wow. So I mean, I got like crazy shit for like dirt cheap, and I did that one time, and and I've done eBay a couple times, but I'm not really an online buyer person. Well, the reason I bring it up is because Amazon, you know, they have Amazon Prime. You pay a hundred dollars a year. And you get um, unlimited the video service, the right? video service, yeah. and also the Amazon Prime Music. They're doing that now, and then of course you get free two day shipping, which is awesome. If you buy something at least twice a year, depending yeah. on what it is, you've already paid for it. So really, uh, or maybe it's a little bit more. But if you if you buy or you know four or five times, you essentially paid for Amazon Prime. So, and their Amazon's now rolling out new distribution centers. Yeah, there's one opening up real close to us in Davenport. Yeah. So. And, of course, in the major cities, Baltimore, Dallas, Indianapolis, New York, Philadelphia, and Washington, D.C. Uh, are all doing new distribution centers. But the nice thing is you can do same-day shipping, which is very difficult to do uh, for Amazon. They, it costs a lot oh, to yeah. do that. So I'm excited because they're saying as long as you order by 12.15 that day, you can get it the same day. So, like, if I order it by noon, I can get it the same day. Depending on your area, obviously. Yeah. That's freaking cool. That, that, that almost cool. feels like futuristic to me. Like I feel like you just go online, get what you want, and it gets sent to you in the same day. Like that's is awesome. a drone coming and bringing <laughs> it to me? No, not oh. there yet. But uh, it's really cool because before same day shipping costs or ten dollars plus ninety nine cents for every item if you're an ordinary customer, and six dollars for all the items if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber. Yeah. So it's like it's going to be cheaper and, and easier by having more distribution centers. It's going to be cut quicker cost too. On, yeah. yeah, on all that stuff. So on, on shipping because you have to drive as far distances because yeah. of gas, right? That cuts on gas. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of excited, especially the Davenport one near uh, where we're at, and uh, that's really cool. You know, it'd be really cool is if they had the distribution center. If you could actually go to the distribution center and buy, I don't know how it would work. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, to be honest with you, I don't know how it would work. But if it's like I could go to Amazon it, like it Prime was, Store, yeah. Like if I went and I walked around, and I said, "Okay, I want this," and then you know, because they're not going to let me like dig through shit, but like. Oh, I want that video game there, and then you know, sales associate A comes and grabs a game for me, and I go to a little checkout and I check out and I pay for it. That'd be cool. There's already a store like that. Oh, it's called Best Buy. It's called Best Buy. <laughs> but, but I'm saying it'd be pretty cool. Like, it would be cool. I I'm guess. not gonna lie. Like I would go to Amazon probably before I go to Best Buy if they gave me a good reward. But so, here's the know. thing: if Amazon started making brick and mortar stores, they wouldn't be able to to have yeah. the same cost of. You buy stuff on Amazon, it is cheaper than anywhere, trust yeah. me, especially Blu-rays. Like, well, you know, they do trades now, too. Yeah. Amazon does trades do. where you they mail do. it to them. Because yep. I've been looking at maybe starting to do trades through Amazon because it's fucking crazy what they'll give you for a trade-in on that, that bitch over there. 
I bought my Wii U a couple months ago, and I'm enjoying it. There's yeah. a Mario Kart 8 loving hell out of that game. But the, one of the main reasons why the Wii U is not selling as well. I mean, it's doing better with Mario Kart 8, and it will with Smash. But the reason why it was not doing so well up until now is because, you know, people are saying that the Wii U name, the name of the Wii U is confusing to people. Yeah. Even two years later, this thing came out in 2012. Yeah. Consumers are still confused by it. Even Jimmy Fallon, you know, yeah. he is a gamer. He's a gamer, yeah. He didn't even know what it, he said. Jimmy Fallon came out and was like, "Yeah, the Wii U is an additional additional um, uh, device that you can put on your Wii, and it does this and this." And he was even confused by it. And and the thing is, is like, according to who's this Polygon, which is a website, uh, this gaming news. Wii U is not selling as well as it deserves to. It has a lot to offer with great games like Mario Kart. You can't you can't get anywhere else. Um, and it's saying that the value of the gamepad just hasn't been justified. The little gamepad that you get yeah, with yeah. it, but the name Wii U is abysmal. I think that cuts the sales in half right there. I actually th- I actually agree I with agree. Them big time. They should have called it something else. They should have called it the Nintendo Pad or some, I don't know. Call it the fucking Gimme Game Box. But well, I, I love the code name yeah. for the Wii was the Revolution. Like I yeah. that would be awesome. Call it the Revolution. Like something really neat. You know. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Like I love owning my Wii U, but I do wish there's more people out there that own one. That way, you know, the market share would increase and whatnot. Install base would increase. Yeah. But yeah, I just think the name itself. I was when it first came out, shot I was just like, "What is this?" Even it was confusing because I remember when they first announced the Wii U, they didn't even have the actual, uh, they didn't even have the actual console on E3. Like they no. didn't even show it, so you were confused as well. You're like, "What's this gamepad? Is yeah. that supposed to be an addition to the Wii?" And like, so hopefully now. With all these games coming out, like Zelda and Smash Brothers and whatnot, people are going to be like, oh, well, you can only get those on the Wii U. And hopefully yeah. that – obviously, if you're a gamer like us and you, you listen to this podcast, you like gaming's, games already, you already know what the Wii U is. But we're, this is targeted to hit people that don't really know what the Wii U is. Yeah, you know? people that aren't huge gamers or people that aren't on gaming sites every day or, you know, the the – what did we call those back in the industry? It was the – not the social gamer, but we had a term for it where it was like people that – They'll play games if they're casual around. Casual gamer? Yeah, casual gamer. Yeah. And it's like, you know, for the casual gamer, the Wii U confuses the shit out of them. That's why I want to even put Wii in it. Call it the Nintendo Now or the right. Nintendo Revolution or right. whatever, but don't call it anything close to Wii because it just confuses people, especially older people. And like, think I about agree. the grandparents that are buying these for their kids. They buy probably a Wii in it on, on mistake because they didn't fucking know any better. But also, you got to think about little Jimmy that says, "Hey, mom, I want the Wii U for Christmas. I bought you one of those last year." And parents are not versed yeah. on it. You yeah, know and I mean? they don't understand that this nope. is completely different. Yep. And they're like, "Well, shit! I just paid two hundred dollars for a Wii right. two years ago. Why am I going to pay three hundred dollars?" Right. I just and, and that, that's my two big things with the Wii U. One, it came out so close to the Wii because right. there wasn't that much of a cycle gap no. as compared to the 360 right. or compared to the Agreed. PS3. Agreed. They were very close together, um, and also that it just didn't have as much power as I wanted it to have because I wanted it to be on the same level as a PS3 and an Xbox One, and right. it's just it's not like it's just basically a high def Wii if you want to break it down with a gamepad. That's all it is. So, and not to say that they're not going to make amazing games for it because they probably are, and not to say that it's not a bad idea because at least they keep the price point lower. But I just I have this bad feeling in the back of my head in two or three years, the way games are going, that the Wii U isn't going to be able to handle them. Right. And I've got a feeling that maybe in 
two, three years, Nintendo's going to have to drop another console. And now how are you justifying that? Like, two years ago it was a Wii. Now it's a Wii U. And then in two, three years it's a you, Wii Revo- or a Revolution or a Nintendo you know what or something. I always, you know what I always said? You know they have the 3DS, which is the handheld? Yeah. I always said, why not make a device that will just sync to your TV? Yeah. That you can, you know what I mean? Like the whole, like that new Sony TV thing? Yeah. Kind of? Like, yeah. Have it like sync to your TV and you can play it. From a handheld, but it'll also connect to the TV as a display, so you can yeah. watch it while you're there. And yeah. then when you're on the go, you just hit a button, and it, the screen drops down to your yeah. hands, and you can leave the house with it, yeah. go do your thing, save files, come back. When yeah. you want to play on your 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 uh, TV, hit a button, turn it back on, and you're ready to go. One yeah. thing that I really love about the Wii U is the TV input controls, because you can actually control your TV with the gamepad. Oh, wow. So like, if you're saying, hey, uh, my son wants to watch something on Netflix on my PlayStation 3 or 4, yeah. pop that on. Hit there's a TV control remote on your gamepad, so it'll turn on your TV, hit the inputs, volume, and all that stuff. So I can just wow. switch that thing on to Wii and help play my Mario Kart while my son's watching Aladdin or something. Yeah, really, really cool. So I think if they can create something like the 3DS, but get the 3D shit out. 3D is a gimmick that no one's buying it anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I know I've seen it for myself. You guys can argue with me, <laughs> but I've seen it for myself. 75% of gamers do not play on the 3D mode when they play the 3DS. So why have it? Because it costs too much money to throw that thing in there. Yeah. But I do think they should come out with a peripheral yeah. that's like like the 3DS that doesn't have 3D, but it's a little bit larger, a little bit not not as big as a gamepad, but yeah. a little bit smaller, maybe in between a gamepad and the 3DS that will be able to sync to your TV. Do that. You get your high-def games on the go, on your TV, Go to a friend's house, whatever. You can just sync it to whatever TV you want, and it'd be instant. Like a universal, almost, yeah. you know, universal gamepad or something. And I think that would... You, may, you set that price boy, that point, that boy to like 100 bucks. Yeah. you're going to sell tons of those. Tons of those. Now, the question lies, how, how will you do the games? Because you have to have something that will be able to run and process, since your TV is the only one that's actually going to be displaying the games. Right. So there's a quality of your games drop because you have to have it on a smaller device. Yeah. That's something they'll have to tweak out. But that's just my two cents. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens with it. But I do think they need to change the name of the Wii U. Yeah, I definitely think that. And it's actually it's funny that you brought that up because one thing I loved back in the day and it totally just blew my mind whole, was the Super Game Boy. You remember that? Oh. That thing was so cool because basically I could play my Game Boy and I, all my saves were on the cartridge. I could pop it out, put it in my Super Game Boy, and then play it on my TV at home. Excellent. And it, Yeah, and it's the same kind of concept. Like Loved my Super Game Boy. Oh, me too. Because it was like I could play my Game Boy games on the big TV or I could play it on my Game Boy. And it could, and that's what they need to do. They need to do something where basically I can play the handheld games on my TV. Yep. And at this point, nine, nine out of ten games I want to play on the Wii U are games that are in the Wii library. You know what I mean? They're yep. old school games. That right. I just want to play that I've never played. Right. So that would be no brainer. Oh yeah. And thank you so much for listening. I mean, we wouldn't be doing this without you. And for sure. We love each and every one of you. You guys are amazing. You, you females are amazing. Just all of you. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm.